0: Welcome to Wax Half Full, episode twenty-four. I'm your host Wax here with my co host ads and producer Keith as always in the background keeping things sounding good.
1: Ads, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. I've been hiccuping for eighteen hours now, and it might come back at any moment. So I'm kinda fucked. And I don't know how to fix it. I've I've read so many articles on how to stop hiccups. None of them have worked. Science is lie. Eighteen
0: hours. Eighteen hours?
1: Yep. Damn. Eighteen hours.
0: has it like kept you awake?
1: It kept me awake for like three hours yesterday, yeah.
0: But you did sleep though, at least, like somehow. Yeah.
1: It, it it dissipates for a bit and I think I got into that window and fell asleep in that window.
0: Were you like hiccuping in your sleep or what?
1: I don't know. I didn't wake up from my sleep except for my first alarm and then I went back to sleep and then I woke up on my second alarm. But I haven't um, had the hiccups yet and I've been awake for okay. 15 minutes.
0: Okay, but it might come back. It might just come back and you'll be hiccuping through
1: this entire thing. Yeah, it'll be running gag, it's okay.
0: Yeah, no, no, that, that's I would prefer that. It will add some add some flair to the podcast.
1: Yeah, God knows we need some flair. You know do you know why it is? Why? Do you know why you No no, do you know oh, why you got hiccups? No. Do Did you, it you just know? happen
0: randomly? Yeah. No, just no I'm just asking you. Is it okay. like some,
1: Is this like you know when I was young? My parents used to have an idea on how to stop me hiccuping, and they would just like. And obviously, I was young and gullible and stupid. Maybe I still am stupid, but um, they, they used to like ask me questions, and they'd be like, Oh, why did you steal this? Why did you do something bad at school? And I'd get so scared <laughs> as to why they were harassing me. And I would forget that I had the hiccups, and then I would stop having the hiccups. And it worked like consistently until I was like 10, until I realized what they were doing, and then it stopped working.
0: I don't know. Like maybe they should ask you some really, really hard existential questions now, and that'll just make you the hiccups because you'll be yeah. too busy worried about the pointlessness of existence.
1: Perhaps, but alas, they're not the people to discuss that with. Rax, right. tell me why it's the pointles- pointlessness of existence is bad. Uh, actually, I don't have hiccups yet. You, you can pull it out later. <laughs> pull it Heck out yeah.
0: later. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, just in case. Although, do you ever, um, does it ever happen that your hiccups stop and you're relieved for a second and then you sort of miss having them? That happens to me sometimes.
1: No. Okay. Why the fuck? What? Okay, so that's insane. That's it's slightly insane. Did I don't you know. like, it's... did you like get used to the fact that you had hiccups and like have them as a friend? Is it like <laughs> a. V- it's like a vocal. Now I want to ask my mate, who's a speech pathologist, do people have vocal tics that he heals or fixes? I don't know what the fuck correct term is that he improves. I guess you can't really take away with vocal tic. Do they ever say like "fuck"? I was so used to the vocal tic now. What? No, no, you know no, like, no, no. You know how people have like vocal tics and stuff like that.
0: You mean like verbal tics, where they like us when we listen when you listen back to our pods a lot and we're using the same uh, what is it? The same words, the same time, buying words, that kind of stuff.
1: No, no, no. I mean, like people who have like, like I have, have a stutter or something like that. Okay, and then it, and like it improves or some like I think you can't really get rid of a stutter in old age, but he works with kids a lot, so maybe he can. All right, um, so you're not
0: talking. About, you're not talking about our verbal crutches of saying like too much.
1: No, like, like, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Oh, funny no. thing about verbal oh, crutches no. is yeah. my t- my teacher had. A verbal crutch in high school, he would say, you know what's the, like yeah. constantly, like he'd be re- like, I'd be saying like, Wax, how was your, you know what's the day? If you were, you know what's the doing this, you know what's the, but like it's such a long verbal tick, you know, like, mm-hmm. is it not? I feel like that's a long one. Like you could have just had like, you know like like,
0: mm-hmm. I had another
1: person who another teacher. I had too many teachers with verbal ticks. Now think about it. I had another teacher have a sh t- tick where they would be speaking. And I, I guess like in, they'd ingrained it in their mind to tell the kids to shut the fuck up. That it, midway through sentences, even if nobody was talking, he would say, shh. I don't know oh, if I'm wow. catching this up. Like he would be saying, yeah, guys, here's the PDH lesson that we're going to be sh- talking about. Sh-. Like it, it would be constant. And then the year sevens made a, made a video about a PDH PE teacher and had that as the running gag of, the, of their uh, presentation their video. Yeah. You,
0: yeah. You think you'd fix that if you were like a public speaker for a living, I guess back in the day, it wasn't very common for teachers to record their own. Wait, I guess it's not even common now. Like, would you ever record yourself teaching and listen back to it to see if you did a good job?
1: The only time I ever recorded my stuff was for, um, during COVID when we couldn't have people come, come in. Mm -hmm. So I had to record that lesson and send it in. But not for self-review. Nah, you don't really do that. It's a bit sassy. Okay. Eh?
0: Really, I don't know. I feel like I've heard of university professors doing that. They would like record their class and play it back just to see what they've been doing well. Yeah, they,
1: you know, university professors teach adults who can I mean, give I mean, consent towards being taken videos of. I think taking oh, you, okay, okay. Even if you take videos oh. of like yourself, like you mean like just pointing at you?
0: Well, you could just have a like a voice recorder on your desk so you can just record. Even your a voice recorder
1: can pick up like comments from kids they make comments okay make comments. All right, that's yeah,
0: that's true I, I didn't consider the legality of
1: this it's a bit sus Max. yeah okay Max, Alex, your birthday. Gonna... tell us what okay. you did for your birthday i want to know
0: uh i took a walk and uh that's it
1: are you double are you double dosed yet no not yet you're still single-dosed?
0: <laughs> well, I, would, I wouldn't do anything even if I was, like, if everything yeah. was open. Like, if this was, uh, like, a completely normal year, I still wouldn't have done anything. i I never do anything for my birthday. I'm not really, like, a birthday person or a holiday person for that for You're that. You're not matter. a
1: birthday person? I feel like we are now the same person. People don't understand yeah. when I say that I don't want a birthday party. Yeah. how I, how, I how, do you like... descri- how do you explain that to people, that you don't want a birthday party?
0: Uh, you, you tell that to them and they don't believe you because they're annoying extrovert friends and then they hold you a surprise party and you hate it.
1: Yeah. But like, how do you convince them? Is there a way to convince them that no, no. it's not that I don't hate you. It's that I hate myself.
0: No, no, you can't, you can't convince normies of that. Like it's just impossible. They're that way. You have to accept it. Just accept them as their personality flaw.
1: Yeah. So has you it did ever nothing happened to you.
0: What? Wait, has it ever happened? Have you ever had like a party held for you against your will?
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that happened a lot when I was a kid. Okay. Okay. After, after I was like five years old, after the great ads fiasco of uh, musical chairs, and what's. It, do you guys have, play musical chairs? Do you even know what that is?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a common school. Yeah, it's a common game around the world, I think. You guys
1: know what Pass the Parcel is? No, no, what's that? So, Pass the Parcel, it's very similar to musical chairs. Um, the parent of the kid basically gets a bunch of like cheap little toys and stuff, whatever. Uh, and wraps them up in a parcel, but so that, and uses newspaper, but so so that every layer of the newspaper has a different toy, but there's lots of layers, right? Ah, oh, okay. And the deeper you go, the better the toy gets, right? But they're all like cheap little toys that are like $2 or whatever, right? Nothing special. Mm-hmm. Some are like lollies and chocolate and stuff like that.
0: Oh, wait. So the, the initial parcel must be like huge then. It must yeah. Be like the size but, of a beach ball.
1: Yeah. The, the parcel is big. Yeah. It, it is okay. very big, depending on how many okay. layers you have and stuff like that. And okay. then they play music and then as, you, as they play music, <clears throat> um, the parcel is supposed to be passed around. Hence, pass the parcel. And then when the music stops, the parcel stops at whoever has the, mu- has the, has the parcel in hand at that time, right? But my little cousin was such a fuckwit that he um, refused to pass me the parcel when the music's about to stop. So at my own birthday party, and I think this is why I hate birthdays. I didn't win past parcel once, and it's like common knowledge that the, the the birthday boy should win the last prize, right? Like it's set up so that the birthday boy wins the last prize. But I didn't. How is it
0: set, how is it set up that way? Well, so it's set up that way because everyone knows that's the manners.
1: Yeah, the not, it's it's not just the manners; it's also the person stopping the music, right? Like it's it's. Oh, okay, it, okay. This is like 2001, 2002, like we didn't have like like things. So you're playing on a. On a record or something, and then you're just pressing pause. That's what you're doing.
0: Okay. Oh, so there's an adult who's who's organizing all of this, yes, who's presiding yes. over all of this, yes. and like this adult is seeing what's going on. Yeah, He's, yeah, yeah. Is seeing your cousin being this uh, Fuck it. Basically, yeah, just bullying you. Basically, well, not even yeah. bullying you. But... Wait. So, wait. How old? How old were you, and how how old was your cousin at the time?
1: I was like five or six, and he would have been like a year younger than me, so he'd been like four or five. Oh my
0: god. So. So what, what did the adults do? They, they're, they're just looking on. They're like, "All right, that's they just, fine." Or
1: did... yeah, they just said, "I was told you're getting other presents anyway. Stop being a baby."
0: Oh, they did, they did that.
1: Yeah, um, and that's why I don't think I ever wanted the birthday party after that. Wait, wait. So why was it a fiasco? Did you beat up your cousin? Um, I was. I never beat up anyone except I. Only, I have only ever beaten up one person. Actually, no. Sorry, I've beaten up a couple people now. Fuck, I've actually beaten up a few people now. All right, Anyways, allegedly. Allegedly beating up people. It's okay. I was okay. I was always a youth when I beat up people. Okay. So I can't be like persecuted or whatever. Statute of limitations. Uh, does that <laughs> exist in Australia? I don't even know. I, mean, I think that's an American thing.
0: I mean, I think it depends on what happened
1: to the kid. It's okay. I I didn't be, I didn't bash him that time. I just. Yeah, I, no I'm,
0: I'm just saying, like, if those kids, if that kid was like, uh, is now blind in one eye, I think we can still persecute
1: you. Really? Yeah. 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 You, 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 you have to prove that he's blind in one eye because of me. What if he was just getting? Yeah,
0: yeah, but if we can prove it, then then yeah, I think we can still persecute you now for something you did when you were ten. Really? If you, yeah, if you crippled someone when you were ten, I, I would, I think I would hold that against you.
1: I mean, you would, but can the court of law trial me as a, an adult? The fuck?
0: No, but if I if I was running against you for some sort of like you know political seat, I'd be like, this guy, this guy, he crippled this child, and just just omit the fact that you were also a child. Then I, I would just put that out there. Ads cripples children.
1: Yeah, I think I could turn that in my favor. I'm not sure how, but I would. But yeah, that's why oh, please, I hate birthday parties. No,
0: no, no, please try. Please try to turn that in your favor. Adds the child crippler. How is the positive? Please tell me.
1: Well, all I have to do is find out that this guy has done something egregious in his life and show that I was simply trying to stop this and offer support to this person that his parents weren't offering him. And now no, then, no. I, then, then I can swing my, I can swing my... Uh, political notions to the boomers. No,
0: no, now you're just a vigilante. Now I used to say, as the vigilante who thinks he's above the law. Yes, but I could like
1: I, I, I could do a I could do a good like I could do like a 360. I was like at first I was a vigilante, but then I realized the power of the law was stronger than the power of my fist. Wow, what a nice turn of phrase. Thank you. I just I'm just that good, you know.
0: Okay. Maybe maybe you should maybe you should run. How old do you have to be to run for a for a, a political position in Australia? If you want to be at the prime minister or whatever.
1: I I don't think I've ever seen a prime minister under the age of forty. But, but is
0: like a legal is there like a legal limit? Because the U.S. has I like don't know. Yeah, the U.S.
1: does have a limit, right? I don't think that Australia has a limit.
0: Oh shit! I mean, maybe you should try in politics.
1: I I was considering politics, but then like. Like, the, the first couple of years of politics are super struggle straight, man. That's, the, that's mm-hmm. the biggest problem. If I was rich and I could skip those first few years of politics, mm-hmm. then I would go into politics. Like, if my dad was, like, somehow <clears throat> somehow in a position where he could get me through that first like, Because you know if you're rich, right? <clears throat> your uh, parents if you, politics.
0: Yeah, if only your dad had a Nazi gold. If, oh, oh, <laughs> if only he had it. Alas.
1: Yeah, I googled it. The prime minister of Australia must be a minimum of eighteen years old. There's no okay. um, there's no limit. Um, Ooh. the but they ha- the youngest one that's ever been mm-hmm. was Prime Minister Chris Watson at the age of thirty seven. All right, that was in nineteen o four. He was the third prime minister of Australia.
0: Oh, you got time? Oh, that, that's in nineteen o four. So if you're thirty seven in nineteen o four, you're you're like like, like almost something. dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're 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 getting close to your death back then. So
1: yeah. Yeah, so, so, yeah, like, the, the, I, I researched it a bit, and it was like, yeah, to, you have to start off in, like, local politics, and in local politics, it's Super Struggle Street, and then, I, I know somebody, I, I interviewed them for, like, a school assignment. Yeah,
0: but aren't you, like, local are politics. You, but don't you have, like, uh, like Lebanese mafia connections? I thought that, like, sort of, like, helps you rise the ladder.
1: I I wish the Lebanese, I wish I was connected to Lebanese mafia. My mom was scared of the Lebanese mafia, so she didn't let me go outside. Okay. So I, I didn't get my Lebanese mafia connections in early, uh, maybe. but maybe maybe I can change that in adulthood.
0: Yeah. Wait, uh, let's let's go, let's go back to the birthday. So what happened after that? So basically, after that, you never want a birthday parties because yeah, that's like so traumatic, uh, so traumatic. Or what happened?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was basically it. I was it was traumatic, so I, I just decided to not have birthdays. But obviously, I was like six, so mom still threw me birthday parties till I was I was twelve, and now right. she still makes up like. Hey, what if I invited all your friends over for a birthday party like we used to? And I'm just like, Mom, please. No. Apparently, she has all my friends' numbers, which I find very sus.
0: Oh, are you one of those people who still has friends from like grade school?
1: Yeah, yeah. Almost all my friends are from ah. high school.
0: Oh, I'm guessing that you didn't
1: move that much. No, I didn't. I went to one primary school and then one high school
0: okay never mind that, that's a very different upbringing for me because like i moved a shit ton so like basically all of my friends are from college and like all yeah. of my friends from grade school and uh high school I have, I have no idea what the fuck they're doing
1: yeah in in, in university i just um i came to, to university wearing headphones and i left mm-hmm. wearing headphones i didn't speak to anybody it was a, it was a truly fantastic experience if i could have done that for high school i would have been a much happier person but in high school they make you take off the headphones
0: Hey, so, so do your friends hold your birthday parties Well, for the ostensible uh, sake of having a birthday party, but it's just an excuse for them to drink?
1: It's kind of an excuse for me to drink. <laughs> so, that's, okay. so that's not
0: bad. But that kind of party is not bad, right?
1: Yeah. But last year, what happened was um, we didn't hold a birthday party for me. We held a pool party. Okay. And... It just happened to be on my birthday, or oh, it wasn't on my birthday. But it was like the birthday weekend or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. And then they just gave me present a present, which I quite liked. The present, present was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Like, I, I, th- I think it's for me. It's not the
0: fact that, like, I like the gathering. The gathering is nice. I just don't like the concept that this gathering is for me. Like that concept is just a little bit too much. Like I can't handle. I just can't handle it. So if we coincidentally had a meetup at the bar close to my birthday and we didn't say it was a birthday party i'd actually be totally okay with that it's just the psychological aspect of saying it's your birthday and you get to feel special that's
1: just really really strange yeah you did not have any traumatic experiences about your childhood about why you hate birthdays
0: no I, I i if that's it's just uh what you said self-loathing okay right okay yeah all right cool the
1: wax ads convergence continues hmm <laughs> It's just I'm ten years behind, you know ten years, yeah. how old are you?
0: Uh, uh, wait, how old am I now? I'm actually at the age where I can't tell how old i I have to think about it, like, I thought I was two
1: years older than my what my real age for like a good year and a half,
0: yeah, like after a certain point you you actually have to take time to do the math. I think i'm thirty five,
1: okay, so you turn thirty five yeah, yeah, we're literally ten years apart, okay, All right. there we go.
0: All right, fuck. Um, we well, should we should get to our first topic then, right? Yeah. <laughs> or, Spe- or or we Okay.
1: You introduce it. You introduce it. Speaking of being hipster fuckers, I, we're just gonna quickly do this. Wax, you didn't watch the Oscars. I didn't watch the Oscars. Are we cool for not caring?
0: So we had a good talk about this on the pre-show, and I thought, hey, not well. You made the good point that now so few people watch it. You're not even being counterculture by saying I don't I don't care about the Oscars anymore. That's the fucking like majority opinion. Not caring about them is like is normal. So if we did care about them, that would make us cool now.
1: Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So it, what were you gonna say?
0: No, yeah, I don't think I described that properly, but but go ahead.
1: <laughs> Basically, if we want it to be cool, we should watch the Oscars because I saw on the news that the Oscars um dropped below 10 million viewers or something. For the first time ever, something like that, and as we know through maths, ten million is less than seven billion or something like that that's, as far as I understand maths, that is correct that's a correct statement
0: I mean it's like what else do you do that you know is unpopular just just because like you do some you enjoy a product or you consume a product specifically because you know other people don't like it so besides
1: Japanese music, what else is there? I don't know. I'm trying to think now.
0: Wait, is that the reason you consume so much, like, obscure Japanese music? It's not the fact that you actually like it objectively. You like it because you're very sure you're you're in a small community of people who like it, and thus you make yourself cool.
1: Um. See, I, I really went through a phase. When I was in high school and, like, early university, I'd only listen to, like, indie rock music. Like, ba- basically 90% indie rock music and 10% Kanye West. And then after that, I basically only listened to rap music for a good, like, two years. And then, so I, I consider this going back to my roots of indie rock music, just with the flair of being Japanese indie rock music. But I also listen to, like, other indie rock music. So do you say it's, like, 80% because you actually like the
0: music and maybe 20% because it makes you feel, like, a cool hipster?
1: Exactly. But I'd put it as
0: 60-40. Oh, man, that's a, that's a pretty high ratio.
1: So what what do you do? I, I also drink whiskey because I want to be seen as cool. But like oh, on, on the rocks.
0: Wait, cause, cause that's interesting because um is, is that uncommon in Australia? 'Cause I would I would say drinking like nice whiskey is like that's also like super common now among like the young people, among the millennials.
1: Um maybe, but not my friend group. My friend group hate like hard liquor. What do they
0: just drink? They just drink beer?
1: Yeah, just beer
0: all right
1: what about you what are you what are you doing that's considered it's so obscure that the normies can't handle
0: well watching starcraft yeah no that no that's just sad but uh, no no that's i i know know that's not cool i I do that because i enjoy it but um yeah, that's 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 a hundred. That's, that range is hundred to zero. There's zero percent of that I do because it's cool. It's a hundred percent because I enjoy it. So that one's pure. Um, I would say maybe maybe drinking straight vodka. <laughs> you know, on your topic, like I I just yeah. drink warm. I drink warm vodka out of a coffee mug, which is although I would say that's like eighty percent, eighty percent because I like it. Ten percent because it's sort of unusual. And ten percent because of alcoholism, so you know that, that's like a weird mix.
1: Yeah, I I don't like vodka mixes that much either. So I would do I would drink straight vodka as well. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to think as well about the Oscars. Is is now that I think about it, somebody in my staff room said, um, said nobody spoil the Oscars. I'm going home and I'm gonna watch the whole thing. And I'm like, people do that. People watch the whole thing. They don't just go on like the internet and say, oh wow. On, yeah. on twitter and they say oh wow this person won i how old definitely is that know person? this person
0: is. How, old is yeah. they, how old is the person who says that
1: they're like they've only got, they've got to be only a couple years older than me like they have to be like 28 max i was surprised that i i'd never met somebody who'd like watched the whole thing
0: they must be like a huge movie fan then yeah think, like,
1: producer they, keith as the he's even here
0: i think he's the afk no. i think he's watching Smack- i think he's watching smackdown
1: and yeah, we we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know if the the real movie. I thought the real movie buffs would be like, if anti. Like, if you're a music buff, you're anti the the fucking. Oh,
0: okay, Keith is. But spe- so speaking of producer Keith and watching SmackDown, I gotta say like uh, my consumption of pro wrestling it kind of falls in that category because it's become considered like a nerdy, unpopular hobby. So somehow that attracts me to it because of that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a good point. Like. I mean, Everybody goes through the whole like as a kid phase, yeah. uh, watching watching the re- wrestling and like WWE, and then you bash your brother enough that it stops becoming fun, or your brother just grows, and he's now bigger than you are, so it's it's extremely difficult to uh, choke slam him into the couch anymore, hmm. or or you break his leg and he got a bone infection and he was in hospital for two months. What, what was I saying? What was I saying? Again? <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Allegedly, that all was allegedly happening. Can you, uh, can you tell
0: me in, in this alleged story which wrestler were you playing and which wrestler
1: was your brother playing? Um, what was it? like our favorite wrestler was John Cena because we're fucking normies, so, so oh my um, God. but my, my brother was a weirdo, so he'd like all the, all the villains, so his like favorite wait, ones wait. were like, wait, what did would you, would you just say, Carlito or the villains? Like thought it was hilarious. No, like like Edge, it's still normie, but normie villains, you know. <laughs> Edge, uh, what's his name? Fuck, how can I forget his name? Randy Orton. and uh, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, yeah. Okay, so
0: so in this alleged alleged uh, story from your youth, you as John Cena gave the the fu to your brother as Edge and broke his tailbone or something.
1: No, Allegedly. no, you you know like I don't know. Are you are you an only child? Yeah. Okay, then you probably wouldn't know this, but yeah, it was quite common to like suplex or throw your brother onto the couch, but like in a way that it's it's the wrestling move, but they're not gonna get hurt, right?
0: Right on the couch, but,
1: but yeah, but do that do that hard enough, do that often enough, sorry, and eventually you, as a child, like without very good fine motor skills, you will miss the couch. Right? Like okay. it's statist- statistically, eventually if you do it enough, you will miss the couch, now, right? No, no,
0: no. Re- wrestlers also miss the thing they want to hit sometimes. If you still like someone enough in real life, you will miss it all out your on live television too.
1: Yeah, that's some. So, so, um, um if if anything I had a higher accuracy, I believe. And and, and mm-hmm. we just I like I you know how you have the armrest next to the couch?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, like I aimed too far high and he He hurt his leg, but it like he didn't hurt his leg in a way that it was broken. It was just like really bruised and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he had a bone infection and he was in the hospital for like three months and they were going to cut his leg off. But they didn't cut his leg off. So it's fine. <laughs> he's fine now.
0: Oh my God. So, so like this entire first story of like you crippling children is, it was closer to the truth than I, than I but thought. But it was my
1: brother. And as far as we know, he's like, stature, I, I don't know. What, what was that thing about? Um, I don't,
0: I don't, the, I don't think that, I don't think like fratricide is like a
1: good platform to run on, you know. It's okay. I can, I can run on the platform of all the older siblings hating the younger siblings. I think I think that's a winning that's a winning uh, platform. Look, I said right. I wasn't going to go into politics anyway, so we're fine. Yeah,
0: I mean, and if, m- and if
1: m- I am, I'll make sure that we delete all of <laughs> these podcasts. don't mm-hmm. oh, know.
0: Keith, back it up, Keith, back it up. This is our retirement fund. What, um, blackmailing me? Yeah. Hold on. Statistically speaking, wouldn't there be more younger siblings? Wait, what do you mean? Because in order for there to be an older sibling, there has to be at least one younger sibling.
1: So you mean that at the very best, it's 50-50, right?
0: Yeah. So I think your platform is bad.
1: I never said my platform was good. I just said I have a platform.
0: I mean, it's a bad prap- platform because it's like uh, a crippling children. That's your platform.
1: No, no. crippling younger siblings was my platform. Get it get right, man. Just fucking hell. All
0: right. All right. Um, wait, you wanted to ask Keith the question, right? About the
1: Oscars or something? Or, yeah, or, Keith, or did we, yeah, Did Do you now or did you ever watch the whole of the Oscars front to back?
0: Uh, yes, but no. I have, I have, I've had the whole of the Oscars on while I was in the same room as it, but I was not like paying attention the whole time.
1: Mm. Okay. Did, was it this, this Oscars or was it a different Oscars? No, this was years ago. I haven't watched the Oscars in like over a decade. Damn, yeah. we don't even Damn. have, even the movie buffs have moved on from the Oscars, Wax. That's how yeah. uncool we are right now.
0: Yeah, I I can actually tell you like the last time I watched philosophers Oscars or around when it was like in the 1990s, and it, my mom would would really like the Oscars because my mom's like a big movie person, so like like nine year old me and my mom would just watch the Oscars for like three hours on television
1: because she just wanted
0: to watch it. And that's the last Wha- time.
1: Why do you have the wholesome stories? That I don't have the stories about crippling my brother. <laughs> Where are my wholesome <laughs> stories? I mean, yeah. So yeah, speaking yeah, I mean, of. It- Hey, mothers and I children.
0: Had, if I had a story about crippling my mom, I would have told it. But alas.
1: Speaking of Often. potentially crippling a mother, hmm. meet Aloma, the Japanese male idol group cheering on mums through the trials of childrearing, which has the potential to cripple, or worse, a mother. But yeah. don't worry about that because wow. my idol. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck yeah! My my my, my what, political what? career is fucking it.
0: What was the story again? <laughs> What
1: was the uh, story again? sorry sorry um, that was in sorry, the name sorry. of the, the in the name of the transition I had to do that
0: okay so, so yeah basically we mined Sora news again for podcast topics this week, and we came across a very, very ads topic so apparently uh yeah you have to just go re- read the article ads read the article now
1: yeah, if for some reason, this is your first waxaw full episode. Then I would recommend highly to go watch the rest of them because every single one of them is a is a classic of of the same level, or if not worse than this one. Of course. So, so you should just do that. But in the past, we have made many a story of idol groups and their potential to sell things. But in this case, we're not. This male idol group Aloma is not selling a thing. It's selling an idea, and that idea is to become the strength of mothers doing the best in raising their kids. A thing only Japan, only only Japan could produce. I can't even read it anymore. Their purpose is to serve as mental and emotional support for Japan's mothers. What do you think, Wax? What do you think of Aloma?
0: So, I want to say this is like fucking insane, even compared to your idea. Like, what was your idea that you wanted to? You I just wanted, wanted to sell
1: band? like I just wanted to sell like mushrooms for like a, a small cu- country town.
0: Yeah, it's like shiitake, right? You wanted an idol band that would go out there idol group that'll go out there and just shill mushrooms to say, hey, yeah. I should talk to mushrooms.
1: And like now from my from my town, not from other people's towns.
0: Yeah. And now they're out here like shilling the the concept of motherhood. And I'm wondering like, is this like a Japanese government thing because their their uh, their birth rate is so low and they need to do this? Like what the hell is this?
1: What I found it's most fun. Yeah, so that's the first thing, right? Is it a Japanese government thing? Like is it like a what's the um What's the Japanese version of like the national television or national news? It's NHK, I mean, right?
0: I mean, you know, if we if we actually read the article, it, the information's probably here. But who would do that?
1: Who? Yeah, who would do that? Okay. All yeah. I know is that they have never had kids, and none of them have kids.
0: Yeah.
1: So.
0: so yeah. So why is it guys? Yeah, like, why is it an idol group, a of, of boy, a male idol group promoting the idea of motherhood, wearing these, like, these baby mannequins on, on their, <laughs> these little baby dolls strapped to their chests to support the idea of motherhood? Like, what the hell?
1: Okay, I, I have a few I, theories. I don't get it. Yeah. The first thing is if they are selling women on the idea that men as cute as them support women with children. I think that's one idea. The second but, idea is, but if you ha- su- if
0: you ha- no, no. But if you have, if you have a child, and you already have. Like, I mean, in Japan, probably you already have have a husband, right? Probably. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, I'm not. You, you don't have a husband yet. This is for people who don't have a husband yet. Okay. Why would you aim at the husband group? The husband group have already reached ninety percent of the way. Like, there's there's other initiatives for that. That. That's that's our next uh child. That's our next child rearing. Um. So, so you're
0: group. saying that you're saying that they're selling you on the idea that hey, if you tell guys that you really want to bear their child, they want they'll want to date you. Is is that what this uh this group is is marketing itself on?
1: Yeah. What they what they're marketing themselves on is the idea that hey, it's cool to want to have kids, and if you tell a guy on the first date that you want to have kids, they'll be no, as good no, no, as these
0: no, guys. No, you gotta say in those exact words, "I want to bear your child."
1: Yes, I want to be that. That needs to be like the first. Actually, you know, what, put that at the top of your Tinder profile. I want to bear your child. That, that's it. No, no other con. No other context. Just that. Rex, did you watch the video?
0: No, I didn't watch the video. Come on.
1: What I find most peculiar is the fact that they're wearing overalls. Yeah. What do What do overalls tell you? Overalls, uh. Don't, like, babies wear overalls? Yeah, or, that's what I was thinking. It's a it's, it's a baby thing that's, like, been repurposed by fashion lately.
0: Yeah, women wear overalls nowadays, too, I guess. So it used to be babies. Now it's women.
1: Yeah. But are they child-rearing women? That's the question we should be asking. Well,
0: that's, a, that's the thing. They're, like, kind of cosplaying as, like, women, aren't they? They're, they're kind of cosplaying as mothers. So why have, like, men... Because, you know, they're wearing overalls, very baggy overalls, and they have these uh, baby dolls and baby carriers they're wearing. Like, like, why not just have, like, like a, a group of, uh, like, a regular, not regular idol group, but, you know, like, female idol group.
1: Yeah, the regular one, none of these weird ones, like this one. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking, if the, it's, the what, more com- okay, what, what if it's more not?
0: Common, the more common one, I should say, the, like, like, female idol groups are more common, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I have no statistical evidence to say that it is, but um, I want to believe yeah. that it's true.
0: Okay.
1: I, I have a question, right? All right. If it's not from the NH, if it's not from the Japanese government, if this isn't an initiative, covert or otherwise from the Japanese government, to increase, we had an argument about this. I, 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 honestly, I wasn't listening. Is it fertility rates?
0: Okay, wait. No, I, I read, I read like one line. Now I have the information. Produced by Little Mama, a Japanese company focused on providing advice and seminars on raising kids.
1: So it's it's some company selling like self-help. Um, Not not self-help, but I'm like, the, you know those yeah. ones where you... Yeah, resources. I don't know. Yeah, resources maybe for, for... Maybe they're
0: useful. Yeah, let's assume they're useful. Come on.
1: Yeah. So while they're singing their songs, <laughs> while they're singing their songs, are they giving out useful information like how to change a baby's diaper in the form of a cute idol song? Is that what they're producing?
0: Um. You know what, if I read even more of this article, I might find out. But no, I, I'm not going to read anymore.
1: Yeah, uh, they don't have a st- extensive discography yet, so I don't know. But um, right, well, they, they have the baby carrier dance.
0: Anyway, put this on your Spotify, you know, like, lookout list. And just and check back with us in, I don't know, yeah, a couple l-
1: of months. L- listen to a LOMA. And
0: no, 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 no. You listen to Aloma. I, what you're a me? Japanese music guy. Yeah, and and you'll report back. You you are Japanese music. I, I'll, I'll report back
1: as to how good Aloma is.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like, wh- wh- why would you recommend this to anyone else? This looks awful. You're. <laughs> it looks fucking I, awful.
1: Uh, t- t- when they drop their inaugural album or EP, I'm gonna make that the album of the week. I have
0: to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And just 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 tell me like what the lyrics are about too. Okay. I'll do I'll do that. I promise.
1: I'm all I'm right, now awesome. a fan. I'm now a stan of a Loma. All right,
0: all right. So anyway, awkward transition. More, more, well, maybe not that awkward. So, speaking of Japan being kind of weird, we oh, you, you want <laughs> it? I, 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 I gave
1: okay. you the chance, man. Oh God
0: damn it! No, no, no. You <laughs> know Producer what? Producer
1: Keith will cut this. It's okay. No,
0: no, no. I, I, I blame this being an audio-only medium. If we were actually in like the same studio, we we could, you know, through body language convey. Who's supposed to uh, receive? Who's passing the baton and who's receiving it?
1: Yeah, uh, are you gonna pass it still, or you wanna run through it now? I think we oh, should yeah. run okay. through. It.
0: All right, all right. So basically, uh, this is this article was suggested to us by ZNF, one of our loyal listeners, to talk about. So, <clears throat> so a, a couple of years ago, both me and Az, we came across an article in the news about this Japanese franchise owner of Seven Eleven, and there was something going on because he wanted to take a day off or he wanted to reduce his hours because Japanese 7-Eleven, the corporate headquarters mandates that every franchise must be open 24 hours a day. That's just part of the corporate policy. They want all their 7-Elevens to be open all the time. And this one franchise owner said, ah, you know what? That's kind of rough. I'm going to be only, I'm going to close between what, what what's like 1 a.m. and 5 a.m., 1 a.m. and 6 a.m. I want to take five of the most dead hours of the night off, and the corporate headquarters was like, "Nah, you can't do that." And they went into this very, very. Um, I, I want to be objective here, but I, I guess I'm, I'm I'm sort of siding with the the franchisee here. They went into this soft blackballing of him, just trying to ruin his business. Like they they dug up, so. They didn't care about these uh, consumer consumer complaints filed against him before. No, the they, first thing
1: they did was they didn't um. They stopped sit- like they stopped sending a truck to restock the store, right? That was the first right.
0: thing. Right. Right, right. So their their propriety, uh, you know, seven eleven goods that you got to sale at seven eleven, they stopped supplying him with that. And then they dredged up every minor complaint people had made against him over the last ten years, and they just put them out there saying, Oh, this guy's a bad franchise owner, yada, yada, yada. And after trying to run him out of business, it's come to this place two years later. So this article we just read now is a follow-up on that story from like twenty nineteen. And now we've arrived at a place where uh they're just literally building a seven eleven right next a new seven eleven right next to his store because he refuses to relinquish control of this store i think so, or he refuses to basically run the seven eleven the way they want him to run it so they're just opening a new seven eleven next to his store that will run according to corporate policy and they're suing him for the cost of constructing his store, which is about what was it thirty million yen which yeah. comes down comes out to like what three hundred thousand dollars come on that yeah. Yeah, so they're suing him for the cost of building the the new store because he refuses to operate it the way they want him to operate it. Which is basically operate. He just wants some time off.
1: Yeah. So when I read the story originally, I I don't know mm-hmm. if this is actually true or not, but it it was read it was read as like a sub story for the guy. Not a sub story, but like a heartbreaking story about how his wife died from cancer and he just wanted a few hours off. Because he couldn't like he's he didn't have his wife anymore to help him run the store, so he's doing long, very extremely long hours. And when no, I read a, that, I was
0: important detail. Yeah, pretty important detail,
1: I guess. Yeah, and it was just the dude. At, at first, I think it was also it was like um, it was I think it was around like Christmas or New Year's, like when he wanted to do it as well. I don't know if it was meant to be like a, a twenty-four, like a, a a constant thing where he would go off from it's, one to five.
0: It's it's two, it was two episodes. I think it was too, yeah, I think it was like a he wanted reduced hours and one time he just wanted to take an entire day off for New Year's.
1: Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so the thing the thing was um when that when that original story kicked off, I know there was a big push to help him and like I guess what do you want to call them? Independent stores or whatever, independent um suppliers helped him by like, like either I don't know if they like donated things to him. Or at the very least, they like got into contact with him, and that he was basically it was a Seven Eleven store, but without the Seven Eleven goods, and he was still he was still um in, quote unquote, in uh, what do you want to call it? in production or whatever. He was still like his store mm-hmm. was still open, right? Even yeah. against the will of. But as far as as far as this article says, he's not like his store is empty now, so there's nothing yeah, in yeah. the store. Like he's yeah, up yeah, yeah, it's closed. Yeah.
0: It's well, it's closed
1: because of COVID and because
0: of the lawsuit, according to him. According to the sign on his on his front door, that's what it says.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I I didn't know that it before. The, I didn't know that it was um, mandated by Seven Eleven that every store had to be twenty four seven. Because I was pretty sure that I went to a to a conbini, but it, it might not have been a seven. It might not have been a Seven Eleven, or it might have been like one of those.
0: Yeah, it could be a Lawson's, Family Mart. There's like there's a few competing chains there.
1: Yeah, that that wasn't twenty four seven, but yeah. It sucks for that dude. It sucks that it has to be twenty four seven. But I think playing a bit of devil's advocate, advocate here, right? If he signs the contract and in the contract it says that you have to keep it up open twenty four seven, then I don't think he has a has a claim in terms of the contract.
0: Yeah, but but sort of um, what happened here? Like, like this, like the publicity from this trial. It's actually helped change. I see what you're saying, but. Um, you know, like bad contracts shouldn't always hold, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like people like make, people like open up these lawsuits and they, they make these big fusses, these big public fusses because they want things to change for the better in their opinion. And I think the this New York Times article we read about the update said, like it didn't tie it directly to this uh, case, but I'm guessing that the national publicity from this case caused the Japanese Fair Trade Committee to actually look into working hours in the japanese convenience or industry and they've actually um they've, they've passed some like you know well they didn't pass any rules but they, i think they made recommendations or they've made like strong statements like saying that hey you know you should change the industry standards
1: yeah um that like, i, mean, I, really I, okay, I yeah. agree with that but um like i i find it weird that the like i don't know what the japanese consensus on this is whether it's like oh. hey, hey this guy knew what he was getting himself into. Like everyone knows what a 7 is meant to be, etc. etc. Yeah. He should have just sold the store. Like if, if his life conditions changed, we get it. Like it sucks. It happens to a lot of people, but he should have sold the license or whatever for the yeah. store. But what I found most read? hilarious in this story, by the way, was mm-hmm. by Japanese standards, this this little line, I'm gonna read it. Good quote. Yeah. Word quote. By Japanese standards, Mr. Matsumoto's neighborhood is a little rough. People cut in line. They cross the street against the light, and they aren't afraid to give a convenience store owner a piece of their mind.
0: Well, I, I, I just mean, wanna... there, there is a Japanese woman in the byline of the story, so she's allowed to say that.
1: Yeah, but no, no. I, don't, I find it funny that these are, these are the standards, right? They cut in line, and they cross yeah. the street against the The horror. No, no, The horror. The horror that and wouldn't they, happen they, in tokyo that's why osaka is worse than tokyo okay tokyo Tokyoites would never do that they respect I, got,
0: I gotta say cutting in line is the worst so Jap- japan does sound pretty good if no, like people who cut in line are the
1: worst they are they really are the worst yeah. did, you don't drive so this, this point would have been useless actually hmm. did you find out did you find out your your uh information
0: yeah, yeah. So in September, a broad inquiry by Japan's Fair Trade Commission concluded that the convenience store industry's twenty-four hour a day policy was unsustainable and ordered stores to give owners more flexibility or face possible legal action. So I don't know if this was influenced by you know the publicity of this uh, of this case, but it, it yeah, if, if let, me, let me read some more.
1: <laughs> hey, the the other thing that Mister Matsumoto's legal team, um. Okay. Okay, so it, it,
0: there's a suggestion that okay, it's implied, I guess it's implied that this case sort of led to you know regulators looking at the industry and whether or not this rule that they have to be 24 seven is fair or not. And I don't know if they're going to take like direct legal action, but they've told them they've given them like a stern warning. I guess I don't know like you know in Japan how that works. I don't know if it just stops at the warning or they'll they're actually going to go ahead and uh, you know like hit them with fines.
1: Yeah, so I didn't actually know this, but apparently he went and sued them first and they offered him 10 million yen, which is like, this is like almost like $100,000. Hmm. And um, he, they, they, the court tried to make him accept the order, but he wasn't interested. And now the company's doing the opposite and they're suing him for 30 million yen for all the construction of the new store.
0: 300 million. Was Sorry,
1: 30 million. 30, 30, million. Oh, 30 million? Okay, my bad. Because it's not, it's yeah, I thought $300,000, it's not a full store. It's like one of those like pop-up store kind of things. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, like a proper store because it's, it's in the, uh, for people, are, it's in the parking lot of where 7-Eleven, the original Seven Eleven exists. So mm-hmm. that's the one thing. You know what I find interesting about this is how far 7-Eleven went to, to get this guy. Like, it seems like such a bad publicity yeah, story, up. right?
0: I know, it's like they're literally being like, we are an evil corporation. Look at how we can ruin your life if we hate you. And they're doing it like so, like, um, like blasély. Like, they hired private investigators at probably extreme cost to themselves to spy on him, basically. Like, they, so they have private investigators just just look at through binoculars from a neighboring building just to spy on him all day and take video and try to find anything incriminating about him, like him having arguments with customers, him having arguments with people who are parking in his lot illegally. Like basically, like were those p- private investigators
1: also working twenty four seven? I mean, int- interesting. Probably. Uh, who who well, will stand up for the private the investigators bad... who are also being, who are also having bad li- working conditions and expected to work twenty four seven? Who will? Yeah, not me. But, but re- not I. Because my political career is yeah. fucked. But regardless,
0: proven. yeah. But regardless, they're being so so explicitly evil, like. The amount of money they're spending on this to make a point is like so not worth just giving this guy, you know, a couple of hours off. But it's like, no, we got to protect our principles at all costs, at all yeah. costs.
1: I think they thought that this dude would be like, hmm, they stopped giving me things to sell. I should probably give up. They thought he would stop at that. What I want to get, highlight this guy for is his in, intense um, stubbornness to just fucking not not give up. Like, like if i if i went to work well, if i owned a store and then one day these guys just stop sending me f- food trucks or whatever like like supply trucks i'll be like ah well we had a good run it's it's, it's time to um it's time to end it all you know like, not, not my life just just the store just the store hmm. yeah like uh, the fact that he went this far after shows that at the very least i'm i'm i don't know if we're doing sides here but I'm pro Matsumoto, son, because he I, just I don't th- yeah. his pettiness his pettiness exceeds the pettiness of 7-Eleven, 7-11. and Seven Eleven's pettiness was already high tier.
0: I don't know if I would call it petty though. Like you, you can't say like standing on principle is always petty. You can just be being principled. It's only pe- it's only petty if you're being stubborn about something that's insignificant. Wrong. And and you could and you could say that what he's standing for is like pretty important. Like okay
1: what's what's the positive version of pettiness
0: uh just stubborn i guess
1: stubbornness but even stubborn has a negative connotation
0: not necessarily depends on, on what you're being stubborn about yeah okay all right, I, 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 he's, all right he's being principled he's being yeah, he's very being principled. very principled
1: yeah 7-eleven weren't being principled well maybe they yeah. were they were principled no, no, against no. their print the before their principles
0: yeah right right like their principle is their principle is to dictate that workers have to overwork themselves and uh, his principle is that no like employ employees franchisees can they have the right to not work themselves to death i think that's
1: his principle see maybe it's just that I, i'm 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 being subliminally messaged by like just the just the novelty of the idea of the japanese uh kombini to me yeah. is it's just it's influencing my mind subliminally and it's making me not go as hard on 711 as i want to I mean, they're because, nice because all like, I want to think all I want is just like a Seven Eleven piece of food. I outrageous. mean, isn't
0: this isn't this like yeah? Uh, you know, this is everyone. Everyone likes the exploitation of workers if it makes their life more convenient. It's it's the entire Amazon thing, right? Yeah. Like next day next day delivery is awesome, but then you hear about the conditions for workers there, and then you're like, ah, no, maybe it's not so awesome. And then you order another thing online anyway.
1: Yeah, the problem is that they've gotten us used to the convenience. So it's, in the it, end it, it's the it's
0: it, the you know now I got now I got like look up like how connected US 7-Eleven is to a Japanese 7-Eleven because I'm going to feel bad whenever I go to the local 7-Eleven and get something.
1: I, I don't think they're very connected, but I only researched the Australian one. <clears throat> I know <throat> the Australian ones aren't connected. Oh, they so
0: they they just license out the uh, the brand name. It doesn't actually like, go into their pockets at all.
1: Yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah. I think the Australian Seven Eleven, like a lot of these um stores, are, are just owned by petrol companies, like oil companies.
0: Oh, so so they they just license just, the name.
1: Yeah, so it's a, it's a Seven Eleven, but it's owned by like Mobile or whatever, who the fuck it is, because Mobile's name is just so um, <laughs> it's so has such a bad stigma in Australia that they don't <laughs> use their name. Why? Did no- they do they, do they crash an oil tanker near or something? No, they they just really hated. Uh, Green Greenpeace is very big, is I think one of the biggest like, strongholds for Greenpeace is definitely Australia, hmm. and they were very anti-mobile in the early early two thousands.
0: Right, is it because of the reef and shit?
1: Yeah, stuff like that. But also, like I think Greenpeace Greenpeace's biggest thing was Australia, and um, for Australia was like whales and stuff like that. But yeah, it was like the reef and stuff like that. But right. even the reef is pretty new. All
0: right. Speaking of Greenpeace, duh.
1: <laughs> I was gonna do it.
0: I know. Speaking of Greenpeace. Speaking of Greenpeace. Speaking of those like fucking environmentalists. what, yeah, are, what are they up to lately?
1: Environmentalists have they have infiltrated Epicurious. I don't know who Epicurious is. I've never heard of them, but I assume there's some sort of um their food website, website. Their food magazine. website magazine, magazine and, and they have not been, been doing beef rep- recipes anymore. But not because beef is out in the um, the foodie world. It's because they're unsustainable, or they've at least at the very least, I'm not going to put words in anyone's mouth. They're citing sustainability as the reason, and they made the tweet a couple of days ago. But actually, they haven't been posting beef recipes for over a year now, and they never told told anyone, and nobody realized.
0: Yeah, so I, I think that sort of sort of um, says like beef is out in foodie circles, right? Like if no one noticed. And this is sort of this is not like a um, this is like a higher class food website, I guess, or a fancier, I should say. You know, people who want to make want to spend like three hours making a fancy restaurant style dish. That's the kind of like website it is. Mm. So if, if people didn't notice, then I imagine that it means that like people are I don't know. I guess I guess people are branching out into more proteins, or they don't. They're not that particular about beef anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the th- the thing is right is. Mm. Is the beef like are people just branching out of beef, or for like purposes of just finding other stuff to eat nowadays, or is it that they care about beef, beef's unsustainability? I think it's the uh, the first, right?
0: I think that more people are also just going. they think there must be some kind of overlap between people who care about like fine cuisine and people who are likely to care about like going vegan, right? Like, I don't know how to describe it, but they're, 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 the Venn diagram between those two, it must like, like overlap a lot.
1: Yeah. I'm sure there is like, a big overlap in that kind of thing, because I, I, there's always on, um, I don't know if you, like, all those um, Oh, you know
0: what example yeah, oh, so, an example is? So my example is, like, if you go to, like, a YouTube video or, like, a like the comment section on, like, so a YouTube video for, like, fine dining or a Comment section in the New York Times dining, a sec- uh, recipe section. And the New York Times recipe section is also that kind of category. It's for people who are foodies who care about, you know, making like a really, you know, fancy meal and putting a lot of effort into it. There's always like a top comment that says, Hey, can I substitute this for this to make it vegan friendly? Like, th- like that comment is always there when you look at some of these fancy recipes that have, get lots of hits. So I feel like, yeah, there is a lot of interest in, you know, there's a lot of overlap between people who want to make fancy, uh, like very, uh, what is it? Complicated food and people who want to eat vegan.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I'm just thinking, like, is there also just the fact that beef itself is is falling out in in favor of other other meats? Because I, I don't follow these guys to know what meat they're posting. Right. Like what's the, what's their other what's their post been about?
0: So so their, their actual post said that uh, beef consumption has been overall a, a very, very big picture. It's been it's been falling in the states for a while okay big big
1: picture or what's it being replaced by
0: i don't know i don't know i haven't looked it up but i i assume it's either like maybe maybe nothing's replacing it maybe people have just lost taste for meat who
1: knows yeah <clears throat> so i'm just like scrolling through their um yeah through their really Twitter like, right now
0: I, I really like their posting because it doesn't try to explain the sustainability in, in detail. Like they, they have my mindset. You know what? I vaguely heard people who are smarter than me say that beef is bad for the environment. So just leave it at that. I, I don't really need to hear the science about it. You know, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Beef equals bad for the environment. Like I get it. I, I don't have to know the mechanics of how it's bad.
1: So have you been changing your eating he- heeding- yeah, he- your eating habits habits? Fuck, I can't speak right now. You. Your eating habits to reduce your consumption of beef. No,
0: not at all. But uh, other all. people have apparently. So this is not this is not like aimed at
1: me. I think. But like, what about you know, without even realizing it, because you've been following Epicurious for all their um,
0: their <laughs> nah, recipes, nah. and well, you just
1: happen sure. to start. You no, know, um, Epicurious. Uh, all I find scrolling through their through their uh, Twitter is an immaculate photo taking technique.
0: Yeah. That that's basically what it is these days. I think we've talked about this in previous episodes, but I've said like if there is um an equivalent price, like plant based like a meat substitute, I, I found them to be pretty good. Like I've 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 tried those where were available. And if it's like similarly priced, I'll have those, but I don't uh, go out of my way to reduce beef consumption, that's what I'll say.
1: Yeah. What what do you think about like I I know it's bigger in America, like uh fake meat or whatever, right? But yeah. what's the like at at this current point? What's the price to like? What's the price ratio compar- comparatively to like a beef? Oh, in Australia, it's, it's like double, like, if not more.
0: Yeah, it's like double over here. For so when we're talking about like a uh, ground meat, mincemeat, meat, yeah, it, it's about double. You, you can occasionally find that on sale, but like on average, it's about double. So there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to go. But like at, oh, yeah. at like uh, but at like um a level of, like fast food, so uh, you know like Burger King, McDonald's. Like, there, it's it's getting a bit closer.
1: Yeah. Well, I think... The, but that's is that because they are... They're just, like... What do you think? They're just buying in such bulk that it doesn't matter. And that they're just... Uh, yeah, there's probably just that. The price.
0: This is probably that. And also the fact that the cost of the food doesn't account for much of the price of the product in the first place in restaurants. Yeah, it's number, like, yeah, it's no. the labor. Yeah, it's the labor. It's the rent. It's the whatever. So... Ultimately, the cost of the meat itself going into the burger doesn't really mean much. So, mm-hmm. it's going to add like like a dollar to
1: the burger, basically. Yeah, I want to check now. Big Mac price.
0: Yeah, it's probably it's probably only going to add like a dollar to it.
1: So uh, I know how much the uh, the other one costs. So the Big Mac costs. I can't even find out how much it costs.
0: I don't even. I don't think there's a, a plant based Big Mac yet. Or maybe there is. Who knows? There is. There isn't. now.
1: <clears throat> the Big Mac costs six dollars forty.
0: What? Wow! Oh, it's Aussie bucks. It's Aussie yeah, bucks. In, in so in trade, it's,
1: it's, it's fake money. Whereas the McVeggie costs—that's what it's called. That's what it's called, the McVeggie. Costs six dollars. So they're they're in the same. Yeah, it's called the McVeggie. Wait, it costs oh. less. Yeah.
0: Wait, is this like a, just a Big Mac with like plant patties, or is it a different burger altogether?
1: No, no. It, it's more like if it's closer to anything, it's closer to the McChicken. Ah, uh, okay, okay, McVeggie, okay. it's more like okay. it has the lettuce, tomato, uh, mayo, and pickles base. And if you do the McVeggie right. Deluxe, that's the one with a uh, a cheese slice. No, I don't know if the cheese is um if the cheese is vegan, but I don't think because I'm pretty sure it's not a vegan. No. It's not. It's not vegan. Know. It's just vegetarian.
0: Anyway, go try, it man. Go, go go try. Go have that instead of having whatever you had today—the fries and the McFlurry.
1: Uh, I I've had it before, but it was like twelve a.m. and I didn't want to eat like a full meal. I just wanted a McFlurry, and I also right. bought fries.
0: All right, just saying. Just just try it next time you go. What did you All have right, for like...
1: your dinner birthday? Did you have beef? Uh your no, I,
0: I didn't have dinner. I I, I just uh, I had a big lunch, and now I'm eating chips, crisps. Sorry
1: crisps what what do you we, we need to eventually get to the point where you review some crisps okay
0: oh you know what i i, I can do that now i can do that now so what's
1: the what's the difference wait, before we go what's the what's the difference between crisps and chips uh, are you saying crisps just to be a hipster
0: yeah no I'm, I'm saying it to be considerate to you come on we don't call them crisps you know what who, who calls them crisps is it british people british okay, people
1: All right, I, was well. being, okay,
0: I was being culturally insensitive to you good good times <laughs>
1: Oh, and you good, want to be a fucking politician as well. You've been, yeah, anyways.
0: No, 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 no. I don't want to be a politician.
1: I'm just saying I would run against you because it'd be pretty easy. Not if I delete all of these. You'd have no all proof. Right. My brother will never all go right. against me.
0: All right. What what, what else were your, uh, your your chip questions? Wait, wait. What, what? Do you, what, do you call, what do you call, what do you call fries? So fries are just fries, right? Chips, fries, fries and chips. They're the same. No, no. I mean, so what are like the thin potato snacks? The very very thin potato snacks,
1: the ones that come in a packet.
0: Yeah, chips. So they're both. So they're both chips. Yeah, they're both chips. How, how do you know which one you are talking about? Contextual knowledge. I you don't know. Order, have you ever gotten a restaurant and you say, "Okay, so just give me something in chips," and they gave you the one you didn't expect?
1: Yes, that happened at a um, at a Mexican restaurant in in next to, next to my university, where I okay. thought I was going to get fries. But I actually yeah. just got Dorito chips with some salsa on top.
0: Oh, that's horrendous. So I like, was
1: extremely disappointed.
0: So it sounds like you it sounds like um I don't know. It sounds like Australian English is at fault here.
1: I, 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 I think it's like... the Max as usual. Actually, you know, I'm not gonna say this sentence because that would definitely get me cancelled. And we're really reaching maximum cancel this All this right. week. So I'm not gonna say that line.
0: I was gonna. I'm just gonna say, like me saying Chris was actually me being considerate of you, like me being considerate of your of like terrible Australian English and just uh, making sure you knew what I meant.
1: No, we call them chips. All right. So, anyways, what are you eating?
0: All right. So today I'm eating. uh, So this is my birthday present to myself, I guess. Because normally I would get the cheapest brand of chips. I would get uh, probably Uts at a discount. But I'm actually having kettle brand potato chips, which is the the higher end brand, but it was on sale in the supermarket for like ten cents. And if it's ten cent I don't know. I'm gonna here for a sale, that's what I'll say. What what flavor? It is Parmesan Garlic.
1: I've never had that one. But, kettle chip, you
0: got it for ten see? cents? No no I'm saying it was like ten temper- it was like ten cents off, which is like nothing.
1: But, oh uh, okay. Yeah I was yeah. like what the fuck ten cents? Yeah it's like ten cents off. But it's one of those that things where you, Yeah.
0: where <laughs> you see the sa- you see the sale sticker and, and you just you're just uh it's like a, like a moth to a flame. You can't yeah, yeah. It's
1: like, it. it's like it's on sale, but it's it's not actually on sale. They're just putting the sale sticker on it.
0: Right, right. Anyway, so uh, before I that. before I try one, is Parmesan garlic a, a ubiquitous flavoring there, like it is here?
1: Nah, I wouldn't say it is. All
0: right. So here but... it's a, so here it's like a very. It somehow I don't know who who started it. But it became like a very common flavor to have on chicken wings. And I don't really understand why. But someone decided we should just market Parmesan garlic.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm trying I mean, to think. Maybe it, was, maybe it is. I
0: mean, it could it could have been a thing. It could have been like a plot by the Parmesan industry or the garlic industry. Or maybe they got together in the back room and decided, hey, you know, we got a lot of shared interests. Sales are down for garlic. Sales are down for Parmesan. How, how, can, we, uh, how can we work together?
1: Just like when the orange juice industry conquered... Uh... Conflict the breakfast market?
0: I mean, well, I mean, who do they collaborate with? No one?
1: Themselves. They all collaborate together. All
0: right. Well, no, no. That would be more like dairy industry and the breakfast cereal industry getting together and say, hey, we want to conquer breakfast. So.
1: True. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Good so
0: point. so, so that's, that's implanted in everyone's mind that you should have cereal with milk. And now they've just... They've just uh,
1: they've do you, just do have you have your cereal with milk? Yeah. Like, Did I tell you the story of how my friend has cereal with orange juice?
0: No, but but he sounds like a monster.
1: I agree. I'm just making sure that everybody knows that he was a monster.
0: Is this the friend that was excommunicated from the church? Because that'll be a good reason.
1: No, no, she was excommunicated from the church for marrying somebody who wasn't um. What's the what's the sect of Christianity that's in Egypt? I forgot what it's called. The Coptic Church. Yeah, from the Coptic Church. Yes, yeah, okay. so actually married, that a Coptic Christian. That might be it. Actually, wait—is that? It is. It is. It like... is. Okay.
0: Oh, it's like I'm making
1: shit up. No, no, I, I remember now. It is the Coptic oh. Church. Okay, cool. Believe me. Okay.
0: All right. So, where, where, where were we? All right. So I forgot what we were talking about. To be honest. Uh, garlic parmesan, and, like a uh, big industry just conspiring against p- consumers. Anyway, um, yeah. So, garlic parmesan, it, it became a popular wing flavoring, and somehow, I guess, like the garlic industry and parmesan industry have conspired to expand, and now they're on chips now it's
1: on chips yeah, for some reason I, I googled it to see if it exists in australia i know kettle kettle like is a brand in australia obviously um Good. but i've never seen this flavor and nor do i ever think i would want the flavor like i'm, I'm trying to think do i like would i like this flavor so before i have one wait, what's wrong with it do you not like garlic or do you, do you not like cheese flavored chips i'm not the biggest i'm not the biggest fan of cheese flavored cheese flavored chips but like i, I can do with a cheese flavored chip you guys have twisties?
0: Um, nope. What the hell is
1: that? They're like twists. Twisty chips, but with cheese. And there's other flavors.
0: Let me look good up.
1: Oh, this is like a Cheeto. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. Cheetos. Okay. Yeah,
0: It's literally a Cheeto. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that. that I, I, I could do with some t- cheese twisties. They're all right. But I only like the original one. There was like a big push to like have different types of cheeses on twisties. And they realized that. Normally kids don't want like these chips that are bre- like marketed just towards kids. So they just went back to just having cheese and chicken.
0: All right. So I'm going to eat the chip now. Do do we want to go full MSR on this? ASMR on this? And I just eat into the mic? Or how, how yes. do we want to do this? Do it. Yes or no? Yes, do it. I mean, don't some people really hate that? I I, I think isn't like uh, eating sounds super polarizing? Like aren't some people going to like unsub it, instantly when, if I do this? If
1: you hate this, skip the next 10 seconds. Bang, I'll give you yeah, a warning.
0: Like, Okay, it might be a while.
1: How was it? Right out of ten. Still chewing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that makes it funnier. So I gotta say,
0: I'm very disappointed because Really? Well, I'm not disappointed because it it has almost no flavor. It tastes like a regular chip, which is good. I mean kettle chips are good there when you can afford them there's some of the better potato chips but the flavor of the parmesan and the garlic is so subtle it's, it's not like, strong enough yeah yeah like if you I, just, I would like
1: that then i would like that i think
0: if that's... i put if i yeah if i took these out of a bag and just p- p- poured them into a bowl and you're eating them you'd be like huh it's just like regular chips and um yeah i, I wouldn't I, be able so, to tell you the flavor so it, yeah either it's either that or <laughs> Or or I have COVID, so I mean I I hope it's um, the former. So
1: yeah, I think the reason is because they know people like me exist and they need to apply uh, appeal to a broader market. Little did they know that I'm now deaf because Wax has it unmuted after trying to crunch his bag of chips up. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> um, what was I saying again? Ah, uh, the, but the, little did they know that people like me weren't gonna try the chips anyways because we hate trying new things.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can taste the salt. I can taste the potatoes. So I'm gonna assume that this is just under-season and it's not a uh, COVID infection for me.
1: Well, well, according to according to Woolworths, they also have sea salt in it. It's Parmesan, a bit of roasted garlic, and some sea salt.
0: Mm, there is no, no roasted flavor in here at all. There is no roasted roasting here. I, if there is, they're just lying to me.
1: Damn. I mean, it's just going to be vegetable powders, right? Like, it's just going to be... Like, it's not actually <laughs> going to be... All
0: right. Okay. So, uh, oh, so, yeah, go on Willisworth and pick something for me to, to taste test next week. You know what? Let's, let's make this a weekly feature.
1: What? Like, just chips? But the problem is, you don't, might not have it. Uh, that's true. Fine.
0: I'll, I'll pick something. And I'll, and I'll eat into the mic every week until we don't have anyone listening to us anymore.
1: I like that. I like that plan. All right. All Speaking All right, of cool. people not listening to anybody... Boris Johnson, not listening cool. to the ESL, the e- European Super League. Oh, oh, we're going to do this story. Nice. Yeah, we'll just we'll end on this story.
0: All right. So we'll, we'll actually, we'll, we're actually going to follow up on something we did
1: last week, which is. We followed up on the idol stories.
0: That's true. Is this, is this what they call responsible journalism or something? Whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. That. All right.
0: All right, so so last week I went on a big rant about how the ringleaders of the ESL coup in soccer, Manchester United, Real Madrid, you know the couple of teams, was it the four teams that were that ring lead that were leading the coup, whatever. I, I ranted about how they're they were such morons of not getting the support of you know their star players, of other teams, of sponsors, of various European governments of not getting the support beforehand. And apparently so maybe I was a little bit hasty on that because there's some reporting coming out of England saying that maybe they did have government support and maybe the and uh so maybe or maybe they thought they had government support and then they were surprised not to get it in the aftermath of the announcement. So what happened there?
1: Yeah, well basically what happened was uh, this is only the only news report I've seen is in relation to England, but um uh, Boris Johnson, the PM of England Of went out of his way actually to really push against the European Super League. The whole English Parliament actually went super hard against it. There was talks of getting a 50 plus 1 rule like the way it works in Germany which is essentially that the fans need to own 51% of the team etc etc. There was a massive push and I think there still is some sort of push to reclaim British football for the Brits a.k.a. EPL, I don't know what the fuck. I'm not gonna get an exit meme out of it. So, but yeah, um, Johnson essentially was notified about this, and they did. They did have a meeting with him. Uh, well, not meeting with him. They actually had a meeting with his uh, chief of staff, and he briefly spoke to Johnson. And he had the, or Woodward, Edward Woodward, who's the, uh, chief, who was actually I think he still is the chief executive of Manchester United. They he, yeah he, he stepped, stepped down out. but he's he's still until the end of the year, so he's mm-hmm. stepping down uh he he had the idea that Johnson was in favor of the proposal, yeah. and obviously that turned out to not be true
0: so so let's let's be like let's be clear um the reporting coming out of the British press is that Woodward visited the Prime minister's office before the announcement, and we don't know why like like the reporting is that yeah. we know that there was a visit from woodward, Manchester United's head. To the Prime Minister's office to talk about something. We don't know. But the reporting also is that Woodward left with the impression that Boris Johnson, or at least whether it was him directly or whether it was his underlings, basically he left with the impression that the British government had given them their bless- blessing to go ahead with the ESL plan. So now, uh, you know, the opposition party, Labour, is demanding that they release what ha- they clarify what happened. Like, what did you talk about? Because right now, yeah. if you want to make, you know, if you want to guess the worst case scenario is that Boris Johnson talked to him directly with, about it and he directly gave him his approval. So that would be like the worst case. And it could be nothing at all, too, to be honest. Like, it could be that they went in there and like, you know, he talked about the ESL offhand or barely talked about it at all. And Woodward came away with that impression for no reason. Like, Woodward could have been completely misled by no fault of the British government. So basically, like, you know, there's about... Uh, uncertainty here but all we, all we know is that there was a meeting before the announcement
1: okay let's just say for whatever reason do you think you know it's hard to hard to know but um, what do you think that Boris Johnson uh, I think the answer is yes but do you think Boris Johnson went so hard against the ESL because of public backlash
0: yeah obviously
1: I mean that's obvious, uh, I mean, that's, obvi- yeah, that's, that's obvious that's
0: obvious. Like well, what? The, the only question is like, how much do you know about the plan beforehand?
1: Yeah, and the other thing is again, like we're going trading fast water. But how how did the Super League people not see this this immense backlash from <laughs> from uh, from the fans?
0: Well, I like this I like this conspiracy theory version much better, where where Woodward actually did go. Maybe maybe he actually did go to every government. and This is the most conspiracy version of it. He went to everyone he went to all of the sponsors you know all the big sponsors behind the world cup the behind champions league he went to all of you know the other teams he went to all the governments and had like soft support and they all betrayed him because like like they only gave him soft support which he thought was enough but then when they actually announced it, the fans were so enraged that all the people who had promised support beforehand were like you know what we're just going to change our minds you know what so you know whatever like soft handshake agreement we had before it doesn't matter anymore this is too much we can't support you anymore
1: yeah I mean, that, that
0: that makes more sense though like to be honest and it,
1: and it did cost him his job like he's he's yeah. now stepped down I mean he's he's not he's not um in a worse way but you know a lot of fans for United also have seen that like as a good thing that he stepped down because yeah. he's been there since the very start of the glazer family's reign of terror I would put it as on Manchester United, so.
0: but I gotta ask: like, doesn't that make more sense to you? That the, like, it makes doesn't it make more sense the version where he got like soft support from all these big powers, and they were scared off by the fans, rather than you know a couple of teams got together, a handful of teams got together and went forwards ahead like
1: idiots. Like, it yeah, makes that, more that, sense. It yeah, it does because the thing the thing is again like that the way it's shown is see, it's so hard to know the truth now because. There are like, teams.
0: All, the sponsors will lie. Like the like you ask sponsors, hey, did they consult you beforehand on the SL? They're they're gonna lie. They're gonna they're gonna say no. We we you know like they but never even that. the idea with us. Yeah.
1: But but like even a team like say like Chelsea or Man City, no Man City, like the Lord, Arsenal or something, right? They, they've come out and been like, oh, we only knew about it a couple weeks beforehand. You know, we didn't know all the facts and all this stuff like that. But you can't call them out. like you, there's no real way to call them out on whether that's true or not. Or whether they were actually like intrinsically part of the idea, because the idea has been around since at least the mid 2000s, right?
0: Yeah, that's plausible
1: deniability, that's, like, but the, they have the perfect plausible deniability, and also the people who are at the top of this, they they don't win anything by calling out these lies, especially if they like, especially if they still want this to end up happening.
0: Yeah, yeah. If they want to do it again later, then they still have to like. It could be, it could completely be the case. For example, like FC Bayern was in on it completely, or you know. Maybe not completely, but they were in on it, and then now they're covering their tracks. It could yeah. be the case, well, and they we'll never, good. yeah, and we'll never know. I mean, well, maybe we we, we will know. Like, I'm actually excited, like for the reporting that'll come out over the next few months. Like it's sure to come out. Like, like yeah. this isn't over. There'll, there'll be journalism done, and we'll know about who actually agreed to what beforehand. Like right now, mm-hmm. it's really easy. that Everyone's rushing to pin it on these. Was it four teams, five teams who were the ringleaders? That's easy yeah. and convenient, but I feel like we're going to see a lot more about who actually knew about this and who actually gave their tacit support behind the scenes.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. We'll, we'll right. have to see, but I, I, if I was to guess, I feel like a lot of these themes had far more had far more impact into had far more influence and form, far more knowledge of the plans. It doesn't seem like a thing that could just pop up in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. All right, ads. Let's. Uh, Let's end today's podcast. Man, we're going long lately. We're, we're, we're going to the average of like an hour 20, aren't we?
1: Yeah. Like that. I think this is our shortest one in a while.
0: Hey, guys, give, give us feedback on whether you want a longer one or a shorter one. Like my, my taste in podcasts is I actually like longer ones, but uh, I don't know. Every, everyone has different schedules. So,
1: yeah. So, speaking and, of, I mean, we're going to do the speaking of one last time.
0: Okay, let's do it.
1: <laughs> speaking of. Bad indie music that's also Japanese because Ads really just wants to show how interesting he is. I'm going to recommend everybody to listen to Boy's Age, Chalice the Deepest Beyond. It's a weird one. It's very, uh, what do you want to call it? Like his, his singing style is not for everybody. And it's probably something that if he changed the way he sings, uh, he would get more fans, but he doesn't. So I, I like that about him. I like that he chooses a, a purposely obscure and somewhat grating style of singing uh just just for the just for the lulls i think i don't think no, he no. thinks that it's good
0: no he's like you he he, he thinks that hey if i if i'm bit if i'm different that makes me cool so that's yeah. the same kind of psychology
1: I, I i follow him on twitter and he's he tweets exactly like that so i know that that's the truth
0: okay
1: uh, so wow. follow, listen to chalice the deepest beyond by boys age it's great i, the In, I like the album and unironically like the album you know.
0: Yeah, that that, that sound, like the way you described it. It sounds like the most obnoxious album ever, to be honest. So I, I don't know if the sell is very good right here.
1: But you should know that it's an obnoxious album. I'm just getting you guys prepared for the facts. Unlike no, no, but, Ed Woodward. No,
0: no, no, no. But it's, isn't it like um, it's like that meme. It's like oh, I'm pretending to be a moron. But but like, what's the difference between being a moron and pretending to be a moron at some point?
1: Yeah. Also, people who listen to indie rock know that some of indie rock music is like purposely bad singing. Like the, the the quality of the singing is not the highlight of indie rock music.
0: Yeah, but it's not purposely bad. It's just like it's the singing is not the point, so it's okay if it's bad. No one's bad yeah. on purpose. What, like I, th- no I, was, like, I, I
1: well, no I, one's, I think so, some of the music is like singing is like per, not purpose not bad per se, but it's definitely like pushed in that kind of like way where it's not as aesthetically pleasing as the person could have sung it.
0: Really? So it's someone who is actually good at singing that, with, with purposely sing worse than their capability?
1: Yeah, I think that's part of the aesthetic of some of Indie Rock, yeah. Some genres of Indie Rock. Or some subgenres.
0: Alright, that sounds like insane to me, but I'll I'll defer to your expertise.
1: Yeah. So what are you gonna what are you gonna recommend? Oh, I'd have nothing this week. I, I
0: just I You've nothing?
1: I have nothing this week, sorry. That's okay. to, so before we close, uh hiccups didn't come back. Do you miss him? You know what? My friend told me that he had the hiccups for three days, and yeah, I don't miss him. Still, I still don't miss him. I'm, I'm happy with no hiccups. But what I will say is, guys, before we go, is it's Wax's birthday today, and to wish him a happy birthday, he can wish for no, nothing. Don't give him a birthday party. Send him money on coffee. That's ko-fi. dot com slash thejujuz. Send him send him some money so that he can buy more crisps. And review them and eat them for your pleasure, for your listening pleasure next week. And you know what? Next week, if you send him money, he won't even—he probably still will. He won't even get—he <laughs> won't even get the ones on sale. He'll get the premium ones for you guys. Isn't that right, Wax?
0: I will, and I also like that you're you're using my birthday to get donations for yourself because because we split it three ways. Oh wait! All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more crisps, probably. <laughs>
1: More crisps and more controversy. That's what that's my that's our stick now.
0: And more crippling of children.
1: <laughs> Preferably <laughs> less crippling of children.
0: Preferably no. less. No, more. Is that the time of, is it the time of the podcast? Crippling children? Let's go with the Keith. Alright. No.
1: See you guys later. <laughs>